0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Jerry Hamilton, uh, On3 national recruiting analyst, as well as inside Texas recruiting reporter. How are you doing today, Jerry? Good, Bobby.
1: Just uh, still down here in South Florida. Head back to Texas at the end of the week. Okay. You
0: got a chance to see Cedric Baxter last week, nation's number one running back, and saw some other guys as well, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Cedric Baxter. First off, he looks looks great physically. He didn't do much. He had a little tender hamstring. Uh, but, look, he's all a 6'1", 2'10". Uh, it's really proportioned well, has great hands. That's the one thing about him. He's got really good hands and ball skills. Uh, he's a really fun kid to talk to. I'm a fan of his personality. I talked to three uh, coaches or uh, people that are part of the Edgewater program, and now I love the kid. Um, and, obviously, he told me last Thursday that he'll be at Texas June 10th through 12th for his official visit. We are going to check in on that. With Arch coming in on the 17th, it makes you wonder if Texas might try to reshape that visit and push it back a week. But right now, Baxter looks like he's coming in June 10th through 12th. With that being said, I think everybody's chasing Florida on this. Uh, Tashard Choice has Texas in a really good spot. a uh, and running back coach Tommy Robinson was there. Kevin Smith, the Miami running back coach, was there Thursday night. Uh, then Arkansas is your other uh, finalist of those five, and they're the longest of shots. But I think, I think it's Florida, Texas, A&M, and Miami, and I think Texas is probably running second because of choice.
0: Okay. Um, let's get to, to more pressing matters. I just want to grab that while you were – since you're down there in Florida. Um, Texas hosting an official visitor today uh, in the portal, Diamante Tucker Dorsey, linebacker 5'10", 215 out of James Madison. Uh, a division two, or not division two, one double A, I guess, FCS power. He was a second team FCS All-American a year ago. Uh, he visited Central Florida over the weekend. Uh, Texas not done in the portal here, going after Diamante Tucker Dorsey, who also has offers from uh, not only Central Florida, but Florida State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M. Yeah. I mean, isn't it
1: funny? All, all the top guys that are coming through the portal, you're hearing some of the same names. It's, and a, a lot of them are Texas and Ole Miss. Uh, but, you know, I spoke with a source in Virginia on that and um, who was a big part of him in youth football uh, and growing up in the game. And, it, and I think the recruitment's wide open. I think NIL is going to play a big factor. And that's, I think, where it's at right now. Honestly, I think it's a wide open recruitment. Uh, I do think NIL is a uh, big, big factor in
0: this. That's interesting because he's he's not coming from a program that probably does any NIL uh, right. and uh, yet wants to uh, uh, get that going for himself. Uh, and, and, if you,
1: and if you look, Bobby, that makes sense to me. He's a tremendous football player. He's also vertically challenged. He's 5'10", five, 5'10 10, five, 10 and a half, 215. It's not like he has NFL size. So if he's looking at this as a way to, okay, I, I need to go to a higher level so I can make some money here. Because I don't know if my future is in the NFL or pro football. And I think it's pretty sharp.
0: Yeah, I I think it's interesting how all of college football is going. But we think that that's not the last portal prospect Texas is pursuing, correct? Yeah, I think the receiver, Tariq Milton, is a
1: guy that Texas has been associated with from uh, Bradenton Manatee, was a pretty good player uh, – I had really nice success at Iowa State as younger player last year. Fell off, but uh, he's one of those really experienced complementary receivers uh, that would be like a number four wide receiver on a Texas uh, team headed in the next year, depending on how quickly Brennan Thompson get, gets in the fold. Uh, but he would be. A, he, I think he would add value to Texas. I mean, because look, they, you know, we we harp on it, but Jordan Winnington has never had a healthy season, right? I mean, you know, Xavier Worthy's still a. Slider build guy that doesn't shy away from contact. So Troy O'Meara, you don't know if he's healthy. Jaden Alexis, you don't know if he'll be healthy. So with some guys transferring out, I think it, I think it'd be a smart play to bring in Milton if you can make it work.
0: Had 18 catches a year ago, but uh, had had somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 a couple of years prior to that was yeah, yards. yeah, yeah, third third team All Big 12 in in yeah. 2018. So it's not like he has uh, no uh ability it's it's one of those situations where it could be terrific depth uh Brennan Marion leading the recruitment for him yeah yeah absolutely Brennan Marion's uh leading that recruitment and I and
1: I look back on it I don't know if Marion was somehow woven into recruiting him in high school I couldn't find that connection but there has to be a connection somewhere because that's a really uh a a kid that there has to be a connection somewhere on the Texas staff there
0: got it that makes total sense um Jerry we we talked about uh, you talked about in the open uh, about an an official visitor. And really it's been a while since you and I have sat down and discussed recruiting at length because you've been on the road so much. And I want to use this time today to really kind of go over the board a little bit on the guys that are coming in for official visits, because there are quite a few, uh, I think I've counted two dozen at least, uh, in the month of June. Uh, and, uh, starting with right now, uh, a group that's set for the June 10th through the 12th, um, Weekend, but the reality of it is, is that they're going to have some unofficial visitors on campus as well, and that's some news that you broke this weekend with David hick Or excuse me, on Monday with David Hicks, possibly the number one overall player in the state.
1: Yeah, David Hicks, a big five-star consensus uh, defensive lineman, formerly of let's go through this Morton Ranch, Allen, now at Katy Paytal. Uh, he's uh, scheduled to be in June second, and look, that that's officially camp season when all the younger top prospects come through. David Hicks obviously won't be doing anything from a camp perspective, but it's big news because Bo Davis was out at Payto, uh I, I guess, early. I can't remember where we're at, but let's say two weeks ago. Um, and I kind of received word from somebody uh, close to the Payto program that, look, David Hicks, is, his recruitment continues to go all the way out to January. That's the expectation. And that he was going to get in in June. I didn't know the date. And he's planning to make an official visit in December. Uh, so, look, you just got to keep chipping away. We've talked at this talked about this for a year now, Bobby, as you, you don't walk away from the, the really big time players. It may not look good right now, but it doesn't mean it can't look better in December. And then ultimately, you win in January. Uh, I think Oklahoma and AM are far out in front for David Hicks, but Bo Davis and Texas will keep plugging away at it. And so, again, he'll be, he's scheduled to be on campus for a one day unofficial visit June 2nd. And then there's an expectation he will officially
0: visit in December. Got it. Um, Other unofficial visitors before we go to the official one, Terrence green, uh, a guy that Texas is really high on lately. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Texas
1: went through twice uh, or as much as they were allowed to at Cypress woods to see green in person. Um, He was supposed to be at the spring game. They had a little fender bender, so they didn't get to go to that. But look, if Terrence green called the bar and said he wanted to commit, I think Texas would take his commitment right now. I think that's how impressed they were in person in the two evaluations uh, I believe it was Jeff Banks, one of them, and then Bo Davis, the second one. I could be wrong. It could have been uh, but uh, on that first one. But, look, hes they love the power. All the colleges recruiting him. It's been 50-50, offensive line, D-line. But he's just continued to come on and show great power at the point of attack as a defensive lineman. And he's been looked at as a defensive lineman by Texas. And, and they're working on a day to get him up to Austin where it's just green in the mob, some quality – time with uh, Bo Davis, with Sarkeesian, the defensive staff. uh, But that's in the planning stages. And the reason he's not taking an official visit in June is because he already had him locked in. He's got Michigan State, USC, and Oregon. So those visits are already locked in for June. Texas wanted to get him on campus in
0: June just in case he moves towards a summer decision. So let's move to the official visits now uh, that we've got. Uh, On the 10th, you've already mentioned Cedric Baxter, the nation's number one-ranked running back. Is expected to come in uh, in uh, in uh, on June 10th, but could move his uh, visit date back. Uh, the other only other official visitor we know of right now that is scheduled is Spencer Shannon, uh, the tight end over at Modern Day in Santa Ana, California, in Orange County. Uh, he's expected in that weekend. Who is he down to? Uh, where does Texas stand in that recruitment?
1: I think Texas is in a good spot there. UCLA and Washington are considered the competition. We'll see if anybody pops up as a serious player, but right now, it looks like those are the three schools that, are, uh, that a decision could, could come from. And the Texas offer blew him away. Um, so I, I think there's, Texas has more than a puncher's chance in
0: this. Um, Jerry, uh, over, I guess it was on Thursday or Friday, uh, Inside Texas broke the news that Arch Manning uh, had scheduled an official visit to the University of Texas. It'll be from, I think, the 17th through the 19th. Correct. It's a 48-hour window these guys get to, to make their official visits. Uh, but we've also learned other players coming in alongside Arch Manning. Uh, Jaquez Petaway, the very speedy wide receiver out of the Houston area, is come again. Uh, Hunter Osborne, uh, defensive lineman out of Alabama. Tony Mitchell, a safety out of Alabama. Then Tyler Turner, safety out of San Antonio. Uh, Mikkel Gardner, uh, defensive lineman out of Phoenix. Mikel Harrison pilot, who we didn't know where he really oh, stood easy. with the Texas yeah. with Texas, he's coming in now. That's good news. And then we're we're, we're trying to find out whether Sadir Mitchell is coming in. He's uh, coming in the 17th. He's, he's coming, coming in the seventeenth, not the twenty fourth. And then finally will Randall as well, who is yeah. Arch Manning's teammate. What do you make of that first little wave of recruits? because that that sounds about 10 to 12, right? Yeah. Um, and there'll probably be a couple added, maybe a couple drop off. What do you make of that grouping uh, prior to the bigger group that's coming on the 24th?
1: Well, I think the first thing is um, a a lot of the the message board chatter on Inside Texas, and if you're not on Inside Texas, absolutely go hit that subscribe button, um, has been, well, you wish Arch was on campus with the 2023 offensive line uh, targets the following week. Well, that's not possible. That's the uh, Manning Passing Academy, which is the 24th through the 27th. Um, in Louisiana, but again, think back to how Texas strategically, strategically went into Arch's unofficial visit during spring practice. They had Kelvin Banks, Cam Williams, they had all the 2022 signees come to spring practice. That is in play again. They want Arch to be around those guys, that great offensive line class. Kelvin Banks, see those guys work, get to know those guys. Uh, look, obviously, Arch is close with Connor Robertson. He's, uh, he's met Cole Hudson. All those guys will be there at the same time, and he'll get to watch those guys work in an offseason. So I think that's a pretty good strategy. I think it's sound strategy. Obviously, Will Randall comes in the same weekend. I think that the defensive guys coming in, or that's interesting. So like a Mikkel Gardner Two weeks ago, I thought Texas was totally out. He was going to Oregon. Texas wasn't even going to bring him in. Texas went out there to make sure this wasn't a done deal to Oregon. Now they think there's enough chance that they're bringing him in. Now, does that mean he is the one they're pushing for? No, it doesn't. But it does mean, look, they're going to get the kid back on campus with his mom um, and, and just see and, and see if they can hang around in that recruitment until he makes a decision close to his senior season. Sadir Mitchell is a guy that Texas loves. I mean, they want a big frame, big body guy to line up over the football, and Mitchell's one of the best. He's, you know, he's 6'4", 340, 335, 340, a lot of natural power. He was at Georgia over the weekend. He's got Auburn, Texas A&M in June as well. Uh, so it, that, that's one you watch. Like And I've said on Inside Texas, the thing to watch with Mitchell is last year Aaron Bryant visited Georgia the same weekend and everybody headed in that weekend was saying Aaron Bryant's a lean to Georgia he's going to end up going to Georgia well Georgia didn't push so you will have to see what happens with Mitchell Mitchell has that frame that Georgia loves uh, so we'll see if they're actually pushing for him if Georgia pushes for Mitchell that one will be tough for Texas
0: you know I, I look at it Jerry and um, what do you make of Petaway coming in the same weekend as Manning because wasn't Petaway also somewhat linked to Georgia and and Arch Manning previously well Georgia came in and
1: offered him and he's been talking about making an official visit there but the the three schools I've continued to hear on Petaway are Texas Oklahoma and Ohio State Georgia is the fourth Um, so we'll see what happens there but look his brothers all end up staying close to home Uh, I think there's a dynamic there that will keep him somewhat close to home, whether that's Texas or Oklahoma at the end of the day. That's the expectation. Can things change? Yes. But right now, the expectation is Texas or Oklahoma. What Texas has going for it is, you know, Padaway and Marion have a pretty good bond from a, a couple of people I've talked to. There's a lot of similarities in the way they grew up they connect on a lot of conversations and a lot of life conversations more than football conversations. And so there's a comfort level there um, w- with Petaway and Marion and Texas now. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Oklahoma has been all in on him for a while with Ashton Cozart decommitting and going to Oregon. Obviously, Oklahoma doesn't want to lose Petaway to Texas uh, because then you start looking around in the state and, and, and you may not get the guys you ideally wanted at Oklahoma in that class so they're going to be all in on Petaway still and, and that'll be a nice battle I do expect them to visit Ohio State in, in June
0: got it so that's pretty interesting group because then the, we, we go from there there's two kids from Alabama Hunter Osborne the big defensive lineman same high school as Justice Finkley correct yes that's correct he's
1: going he'll be at Clemson uh, the first weekend in June he goes to Tennessee. Florida was considered the favorite headed into the spring evaluation period. Then Auburn's right there under it, and, and then you throw in Texas. I think that's really the five. I know Tennessee's been pushing hard in that recruitment. Uh, so is Florida. So is Auburn. Uh, and we'll see how we'll see how that visit goes to Clemson. But uh, yeah, he's scheduled to come in on the 17th through 19th. And again, you know what Texas has going for there is Bo Davis has strong connections in that area and that school. Right? I mean, while Finkley doesn't play defensive line for Bo Davis Bo Davis was instrumental in that recruitment and it's going it would be the same way with Hunter Osborne and then you have you know Finkley you know he can talk to Hunter Osborne about his process and and how he likes Texas right now and what he thinks of Texas and and that that's any that's anything from classes to football to Nil whatever you want to talk about um, he's been there long enough that he's got a great read on it and then it gets to how close are the families So there, Texas has
0: some things going for him there what do you make of both uh, Tyler Turner and McCall Harrison pilot coming in same weekend? I'm a, Harrison pilot's a wide receiver recruit. Uh, he is a,
1: he is recruited as a wide receiver. That is Brennan Marion and Sarkeesian on that recruitment. Uh, look, Oklahoma, I think is, is in a solid spot there. Houston will get a visit. You know, he really likes the Cal staff. I visited with somebody in his circle at a camp in Houston a few weeks ago and And this person didn't hesitate. I said, what what staff does he connect with? He said, he loves Cal. He said, I'm not saying he's going to go there, but he said, there's something about the Cal staff that he just really meshes with. At the end of the day, does he go that far from home? I don't think that happens. Uh, I I think it's probably going to come down to Texas and Oklahoma at the end of the day as of right now. And and now you get into how many wide receivers is Texas taking? What do those numbers look like? Is that a push to get Pettaway on the board?
0: We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know. Tyler <laughs> Turner, the safety that was originally committed to um, originally committed hey, to Baylor, uh, as, and then came out with a top two of Oklahoma and uh, Oregon. Uh, this was kind of interesting to me that he, he got an early visit from Texas now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And look, he, he visits Utah as well. He's a kid who is really productive, first of all. He puts up big numbers as a safety. He is around the football. But I think what solidified him as a prospect is he went to the uh, Under Armour camp in Dallas and he tested really well. So that was easily to tra- easy to translate for college coaches and all of us guys, right? It's one thing, okay, looks fast on the field, he finds the football. But then when you back that up with testing, I think he just went to another level
0: as a prospect for Oklahoma, Texas, Oregon, and Utah. I got you. All right. All right. So the next – after that June 17th and 19th weekend – we dropped down to June 24th to 26, and, and it's not really not dropping down in, in talent level per se. Uh, right. It's just, that's no, the next weekend. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking, I think it's, I can't even count. I think it's 15 or so guys just on that weekend. Almost all of the offensive linemen they've offered are, are coming in that weekend. Uh, several more wide receivers. Uh, it looks like um, the linebacker group, uh, Anthony Hill, Darian Gillette, uh, and Samaj Burrell will be in. Uh, they'll also have Macari Vickers, uh, De- DeAndre Moore, the wide receiver out of California come in. There's just a, a ton of guys. Uh, Ryan Niblet's already committed to Texas. He'll be in the young man out of uh, Alden Eisenhower, wide receiver. Um, Jaden Greathouse will make his last visit, the wide receiver from Austin-Westlake. W- what do you make of this second grouping? Is it, I mean, I guess if I'm looking at the group, I'm looking at some key players like Braylon Shelby, um uh Braylon Shelby uh Colton Vosick Darian yes. Gallet on the defensive front along with Anthony Hill and uh uh Samaj Burrell Right yeah. Samaj and, a. Burrell you Ansel a, Nador is
1: going to be in too Ansel Nador who's I I think is one of the best kept secrets in the state and and he's not a big recruiting guy I'll start with him because he just doesn't communicate a lot you know it's like it's like pulling teeth to get an answer out of him on a text about visits you know, he, he, I, I've been asking him for weeks, hey, when's your Texas official? I don't know, but I just got back from UTSA. You know, he's just a different kid. But I do think Texas and Baylor are right there for him. Uh, I think he has some – he may not be highest upside. He's he's one of the guys you circle. If you're circling about 10, 12 guys from this state that has the highest upside in the 23 class, after seeing him in person, I believe he's one of them. And he's young age-wise for his class too, so that adds that upside. But you nailed it. I mean, look, Darren Gillette's a huge recruitment for Texas. They don't have anybody like him. There's not, I don't know, not every, Not a lot of people have 6'3", 225, long jumping 22, running sub 11. I mean, there's not a lot of those guys their elbows are at the rim in basketball, and it's a huge recruitment because, look, if you talk to people at Marlin, one person's always maintained they think Texas is where Gillette ends up. The other person says, well, oh, maybe a and maybe Alabama. Um, that person's hedged a little bit. The other person's been strong on Texas, and this is his only official visit he's got scheduled so far in June. I do expect him to go to Ohio State. I'd be surprised if he doesn't go back to Bama, obviously visits a and Uh, But I think this is a big, big recruitment for Texas because there just aren't many athletes this high end out there that are also coaches, kids that just have They just check every box. And so this is a recruitment I look at that Texas absolutely needs to win. You know, Colton Vosick, uh, Shelby, they're very interesting to me. You know, obviously, I went to Friendswood High. I I talked to a lot of people there, went out to see Shelby a couple of weeks ago. Um, He's taken off physically right now. It, 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 for whatever reason, it, this is his time. He looked different physically. And what Coach Koopman, the head coach at with, uh, told me, he said that his last 14 edge rushes, he had four sacks last year. And that's – so that's district championship and playoff games. He said, we didn't do a good job letting – putting him on the edge and going towards the quarterback. We let him drop in coverage too much they think he's going to have a monster senior season. And it's Texas, USC. Now, he's a guy who's picked up everybody that goes through in the spring. Just like me, you're kind of taking aback back at him now. You know, Miami, all these people have been offering him of late. Uh, we'll see if those, any of those schools can get him on campus. But right now, it's USC the 17th through 19th, Texas the 24th through 26th. And as of today, I think that's where the decision's coming from. He absolutely loved L.A. He'd never been on the West Coast. I could just tell talking to him it was
0: different but his parents do prefer closer to home. Got it. Um, you, you mentioned Vasek. Uh, he, he, you know, it was questionable whether he was, it, he had spent so much time visiting other other campuses and, and he's a UT legacy. Yep. And you almost wondered, well, where's Texas in this this? category because he visited OU and went and visited I think it was Oregon as well as a couple other schools Clemson, and, yeah 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 A&M, A&M um, four, and you're like yeah. when's he is he gonna visit Texas is Texas just not in the game here but now he's got an official visit set along with his high school teammate Jaden Greathouse for that 24th weekend
1: yeah absolutely and look I still think it's a big recruitment because we talked about this Bobby on a couple of videos you have to win at home and most people say we well, have to win in state well you also have to win at home uh, there's a Texas, is a big state, but I mean, we've talked about this, how many really good players there are in central Texas in this class, in this cycle. And Vosick's one that if you don't get him, he probably goes to Oklahoma. So his father play at Texas, he goes to Oklahoma and I'm not saying Clemson's out of it. Don't get uh, Look, he could go to any of those schools, but it, it they, you want to win close to home. You want to win at home. And I do think that's an important recruitment for Texas. Um, look, I mean, Ethan Burke, Connor Robertson, you know, either walk-on Michael Tad. There's so many Westlake guys in, in, in Austin at the University of Texas that I think it's an important recruitment just to for, kind of stick your chest out there if you're Steve Sarkeesian and staff.
0: Um, the big offensive line group coming in that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two highest rated of that group, correct me if I'm wrong, um, are uh, – <clears throat> Chapman and Sewell. Uh, well, is Sewell for sure coming in? Chapman and Reed, Reed for sure Reed. coming in.
1: Chapman and Reed, yeah. I think, sorry, that's a good point. I think Sewell comes in on the 17th if he comes in then summer.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought too with with Arch potentially because they're, they're, they've are they're they been friends for a while. But Reed and Chapman on the 24th, those are the two highest ranked. Then you have Kojo, a uh, young man out of Mansfield that Texas has been uh, really high on, as well as Connor Stroh out of Frisco, right? Yeah, yeah. It, man it, mountain kind of kid.
1: Yes, yes. The plan is to take four offensive linemen in this class. And by the way, Zalance Hurd is most, most, more than likely coming in that weekend, too. And, Texas, oh, well, then
0: if, if that's the case, then he would be the highest ranked out of all of them, probably.
1: Yeah, he's the highest ranked guy out of all of them. And, and I talked to Zalance last night because I'd kind of received word that he was going to visit uh, Nebraska officially on the tent. So I was, So, okay, I need to check in and confirm that and then see, okay, what else is scheduled? He said, well, we'll talk in the text on 24th, 26th. He said, I think that's when I'll end up going. That's a big deal because, look, Hurd needs to spend time with Kyle Flood. Bo Davis and Flood are going to tag team that recruitment. What's interesting to watch with that recruitment is Hurd played right tackle as a junior, soft junior. This spring, he moved to left tackle with Will Campbell being an early enrollee at LSU and moving on. Texas is recruiting Hurd as a left tackle. LSU is recruiting Hurd as a right tackle. How does that shake out? We'll see. Um, Because Will Campbell is playing left at LSU early in his career. So that means you can't recruit Hurd to the same position if Will Campbell sticks at left tackle, which I don't know if he does long-term. So it's just an interesting twist in that recruitment to watch is does Hurd want to play left tackle and goes to schools that are telling him he's going to play left tackle.
0: How do you like that if you're West Monroe High School and you have two guys that can potentially be left tackles? Most college programs don't have two guys that can be (laughs) left left tackles. Yeah.
1: And, uh, Bobby, if you – and I know you watch her, but you put on the tape last year, and, I mean, that looks like two drafted – future drafted offensive linemen on the same high school team. You just don't see it much.
0: Gotcha. Um, You know, a couple guys we didn't mention because they're out of state, really. Blake Purchase out of uh, Colorado – is a, a teammate of uh, a former teammate of Gunnar Helm up there mm-hmm. in, in Colorado. He is going to be on campus, kind of an outside linebacker, edge prospect. Uh, DeAndre Moore, a wide receiver that some consider one of the top handful of receivers in the country. Uh, he's expected to be in as well. Um, it, it just, it looks like to me, uh, Makari Vickers, I forgot to mention him over oh, in Tallahassee. Get on in
1: a second for sure. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I know that, that Texas wants him. Where, where is Texas? Let's go ahead and, and hit that. Where is Texas right now in the Vickers uh, uh, sweepstakes? I,
1: I think Texas is right there. The, the key for he, Vickers goes to Oklahoma third through fifth that weekend, first weekend. Then he's at Alabama 17th through 19th. Then he comes to Texas 24th through 26th. I really, originally thought Stanford was going to be a player. They're not. It's those three plus Florida State, the hometown school right now. And he's goes over the Florida State to watch practices. He's around the program. Um, the whole key is, does Alabama push? I, I do believe if Alabama pushes for commitment, that's where he ends up. Uh, Terry and Arnold, former teammates there. Um, you can just tell when you talk uh, to Vickers that you know there's something about Alabama with him. Uh, but let's say Alabama doesn't push. They already have a couple of guys committed. Let's say they kind of... Weight on uh, Vickers. I think Texas has a tremendous shot in that scenario. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's wife uh, is, is related to Vickers' trainer's wife. And so there is a really strong connection that's been built there. And I think Vickers being a real true student athlete really liked the University of Texas. From a degree standpoint, when he visited there, he mentioned that to me on and off the record. Uh, So Texas has a lot of things going in their favor. This is one of those recruitments, though, you have to wait to see what Alabama is going to do.
0: You think they are going to be any more – any surprise visitors? I I know the linebacker from Hawaii says he's visiting at some point in in, in June as well. Any other surprise visitors, in your opinion, that will crop up here over the next couple weeks?
1: Oh, I I definitely think so. Now, maybe they're unofficial visitors, you know, but I definitely think you're going to see more guys hit campus in June than what any list says right now. Um, and I think that's in-state and out-of-state. Um, so, I, yes, I absolutely expect more guys to show up on campus in June than, than anybody knows about right now. And, by the way, maybe more than Texas knows about right now because you're still trying to schedule those out. It's not like they've scheduled them and they're hiding visits and nobody can find them out. This is this is a process. These kids are trying to – families are trying to make these – map these schedules out. I'll be surprised if Marcus Deals not on campus in June.
0: Got it. That's a that's a good one. Um, any reason why, or, or specific reasons why, Jonte Cook and Ruben Owens, two of the top uh, players in the state of Texas, Ruben Owens, of course, a uh, amazing running back out of El Campo, uh, <laughs> placed in the state, I think, long jump, and did a bunch of. I mean, his phenomenal player. Jonte Cook, the wide receiver out of DeSoto. Any reason they're not making their official visits in the summer?
1: Yeah, for Owens, that's always been the plan. He his plan has been to take two or three. Uh, Official visits in June, then take two during the season. His official visit to Texas, uh, the family's planning on being Alabama game weekend, and then an official to A&M at some point, and then decide – Closer to the signing day in December. Uh, that's the plan right now. Or his mom. He's mentioned his mom's birthday. That's the plan right now. As this recruitment goes into the season, I think that's what you're seeing as far as Texas in the official visit process. I, I think Ruben Owens will be on campus in June. I, I just don't see any way he's not. I think Jonte Cook will be as well. Um, so, I, I if you're a Texas fan, I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, th- those guys have been on campus a lot, and they'll be on campus again in June.
0: Gotcha. All right. Jerry, uh, Texas has five commitments at this stage. I wrote in the article on inside Texas, uh, this morning, I felt like Texas would probably double that, uh, by the, by in the month of June. So the, give or take right. Yep. Four I to agree. six, something like that. Uh, that's where you think they'll, they'll come out probably as well.
1: Yeah. I think nine, 10 commitments uh, coming out of June, I mean, oh, not out of June, mid July, you know, get past July 4th when all the kids start putting out their edits, um, but, yes, I think coming out of the month of June, uh, Texas will be 9, 10 commitments. I'll be surprised if it's not in, 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 that, in that range. And then, obviously, the big one as far as your momentum is, um, you know, what, when's Art's going to decide what's he going to do? Because that, that, there's a lot of eggs in that basket from the Texas standpoint. Um, and we didn't even mention that on Art's. I'm sure everybody does know. Alabama, June 3rd through 5th. Georgia, 10th, 12th. And back, and, flip-flop
0: those two. Georgia's first then Alabama right Georgia's
1: first I think Bama's the first one
0: no I think I think Georgia did, did they change that did I that think right, so. that change Okay I think so. So Texas gets the last official visit um, we'll cla- and- I, hey Jerry, we'll clarify that for people. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure out that out yeah. and find a way to clarify that. But jo- June 10th is Georgia's
1: big weekend, so I think that's when he'll be at Georgia. I mean that's when they have the top Juco receiver in the country, uh, some of the top running backs, but it, it is interesting that arch and
0: Ruben Owens aren't going to Georgia the same weekend. I do think yep. that's a point. Yeah, I've, I've even heard Reuben Owens maybe canceling that Georgia visit at this point, too. Yeah. Um, and so we'll, sh- we'll see how that plays me. out.
1: Wouldn't yeah. shock
0: me. Yeah, it's, I, I, think he's, he's, I think he's leaning to stay more in the region. And, and, I mean, I think TCU was one of them, stuff like that, OU maybe. Yeah, you know?
1: I, I've always, by the way, I've always maintained that, Owens ends up close to home at Texas or texas a and i A&M. I'm not backing off that. Could a TCU come into play? Sure, but I think he's staying close to home.
0: Gotcha. All right, um, last question. Five commitments so far. Trey Wisner is not taking his official in, in the month of June, he says. Uh, Jamel Jamil Johnson, we don't know when he's taking his. Ryan Niblett and Samaj Burrell coming in on the 24th. What about Dylan Spencer? And I want to know this about Dylan is he one of those guys that Texas got on early and boy, are they lucky that they got on him early? Cause he is, I mean, he seems like one of those guys that Texas, the, the evaluation guys at Texas deserve a pat on the back because he's, he's turning into something a little special.
1: Yeah. And, and I can tell you this after tech in speaking with somebody close to the program, after Texas visit in May, they were extremely happy with what they saw. So yes. Um, there is zero buyer's remorse on that early commitment, and they, they think he's got a chance to be a big-time player. Uh, and, and it, look, he's a kid who people understand. I mean, we're, we're not all created equally, right? He went to three high schools in three years. He's finally got some stability over at C.E. King, and that means you're actually seeing him go through an offseason because, you know, when you're at West Thorne Stark, leave, go to Katie Taylor, leave, go to C.E. King. You're, you're not in the structure, but now he's been in the structure for a year. And it's going to be two years in a program that's actually on the rise and winning football games. And I think he's really starting to take off.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I, by Jerry. The
1: way, by the way, I expect him to be in June twenty fourth, twenty sixth. I don't know if it's official or
0: not, but he'll be there. I got you. All right, Jerry Hamilton, uh, on three national recruiting analyst, uh, inside Texas recruiting reporter and analyst as well. Uh, thanks for your time, for Jerry Hamilton. I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this ed- edition of, of On Texas Football.